They say money can't buy happiness, but you can sure as shit rent it. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and take some home today. Welcome to the Bamcast Variety Hour. Hey! Happy Variety Hour. I don't even know why we're numbering you. It, you know, it doesn't matter. It's another I'm Harlow. I'm, I am Harlow. No, you're BJ. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> know your role, Jabroni. <laughs> I am Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Yeah. And, you know, we're not doing what we normally do, so you don't get that spiel. Uh, we're just... we're. We are we are doing a bastardized version of our normal thing because we're still kind of doing our homework movie. Like sometimes it produces like a beat by beat remake or you know recap by us, and sometimes it's just like eh, things happen and whatever. Here's our rating, you know. Um, so I'm saying it's it's bastardized because we're just doing whatever yeah. right now. Well, it's a lot of stuff that just might not have made it into a normal episode otherwise. Yeah. So it's kind of like a long second homework. half, but you know, it's it's content. It's mm-hmm. Corona content. So good, yeah. Um, yeah but our yeah, way movie... to get pumped, Chuck. <laughs> way, way to be fired up for it, buddy. Uh, but our homework movie of the week, uh, we all watched uh, Spencer Confidential, the Netflix sudden let's bring Spencer for hire sort of back, but not really thing with Mark Wahlberg. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it makes me curious because the whole Spencer thing was a book series before that. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if this hues more towards that or if it's just like, eh, it claims I can to, tell you. It claims to be based on a book by the guy who took over the Spencer series, I believe. So it's like, yes. yeah, but it's like everyone says like, oh, that guy doesn't write Spencer. He just does his own thing or something like that. Like there's purists or whatever. Like the people are like, not non Frank <laughs> Herbert Dune can suck a dick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, word. I don't know. It's just there's people like that. that like, fandom you know, is yeah. insane, isn't it? <laughs> well, fandom me, is awful. Let me fill you in real quick, because uh, two weeks ago when we started talking about doing this movie, I was like, you know what? I should watch some Spencer for Hire. Mm, okay. So I went back and I've I've since then watched the first ten episodes or so of Spencer for Hire. I thought you were going to say like I've watched all three seasons. <laughs> no, I'm not okay. insane. I watched ten episodes. Uh, this movie is nothing like Spencer for Hire. <laughs> I kind of figured. There's Literally, no Robert Urich. No names of characters, names of two characters, mm-hmm. and the fact that Spencer wants to do the right thing is literally the only connection to the television show. <laughs> okay. Right. So there you go. There's your backstory. <laughs> Thanks for doing all, all right. that homework so that you could give us a thirty second recap of how different. I was. I was. <laughs> how were those oh, ten episodes? Uh, they suck. There. I mean. <laughs> I, they probably didn't at the time, obviously, because it lasted three seasons. But you just you go there back to as certain many options back then, Chuck. Yeah, I know. But you, you go back to certain shows and it's like, yeah, this is just so by the numbers, except for the fact that Spencer murders a lot of people. Yeah, like, my attention, like primetime. T- he's just like in the opening scene is was like someone's trying to assassinate him and he'll murder three dudes. And it, it also takes place in Boston. I guess that's another connection um but 
man, Boston is filled with crime syndicates like crazy. And each week is a new Mm -hmm. huge crime syndicate that Spencer knows everybody who's in it. (laughs) Oh, you mean like the New England Patriots? I mean, (laughs) Ah, I get that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 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 A hundred percent. I know they're not. But anyways, so I wasted 10 hours of my life watching Spencer Fryer. So. No, it wasn't a full 10 hours because they're only 45-minute episodes. Eh. Maybe I I edited in my own commercials. Oh, okay. (laughs) So anyway, Uh, Spencer Confidential. Yes. Yeah, it's got Marky Mark in it. It's a Peter Berg thing because I feel like that's they go together like Marky Mark and Peter Berg. (laughs) You know, that old saying, that old idiom. Uh Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, I, I don't even know how, like, I don't want to do a bit-by-bit recap of this movie. Oh, no, I don't feel like this not. is one of those that needs it, because this is mm-hmm. this is a weird movie, because it's, as you were saying, extremely paint-by-the-numbers. Like, I know, I've seen a movie, and I know where this is going, and then it'll just do something wild, and it's like, that was cool as shit. Why wasn't there more of that? <laughs> and then back to, like, well, I've seen a movie again <laughs> for another 30 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's a very like okay. There's a there's a mystery conspiracy going on here, and we will get from the beginning of it to the end of it. And you might understand all the components of it, but probably not. I, I can recap it. I can recap the 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 plot in I think very few words. Hopefully, all right. Well, let's so, let's hear it. Going chronologically, because that's the way to do it. it. Jumps around in time, but going chronologically. Uh, a, a neighborhood activist in Southie Boston, of course, because I've seen a movie, um, mm-hmm. is like tired of like corporations like buying out the neighborhood, and she starts getting threatened and gets murdered by crime people. And Marky Mark is on the uh, <laughs> like looking crime for people. crime people. <laughs> you know, we don't know at first. We call like, them crimers, <laughs> criminals. <laughs> the people like you know they were hired by the by the people actually like the crimists, the the, the, the criminal Crime syndicates Americans. that were actually like taking over the neighborhood. I was trying to do this in few words, okay? <laughs> I used to work for America. It's terrible. <laughs> the pay anyway. was criminal, am yeah. I right? Yeah. Um, but, so, like, she's murdered, and Marky Mark's on the case. Like, uh, he's kind of taken a personal interest because he knew her, and she's in the neighborhood, and she was doing good things, and he, like, should have protected her. Like, you know, she knew he knew of threats against her and all this and should have done yeah. better. So. He was all, say hello to your mother, yeah. and actually knew the mother. <laughs> right. Yeah, he said, say hi to your mother, because I'm going to have to and tell her you're dead. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'll say hi to your mother. <laughs> yeah. uh, that'd be a great scene. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All of those things. But anyway, um, so he goes to like talk to a captain who's like the homicide captain and is like, hey, why aren't you investigating these? He's like, get the fuck out of my office. And then eventually like goes to the guy's house and is like, hey, I need to talk to you. Why, why aren't you investigating this? And basically sees that the guy is probably a wife beater because there's broken glass and she's got a black eye. And he's like, hey, what's going on here? And then proceeds to beat the shit out of this guy. And goes to jail mm-hmm. for it because he assaulted an officer and cops to it. <laughs> uh, but, you know, so he spends five years in jail, gets out and is like, fuck that. I can't be a cop and I'm, I'm an ex-con now. I'm just going to go to truck driving school because I've seen Top Gun. And, I, you know, that's what you do <laughs> if you can't do your dream job. Um, <laughs> and yep. and it's just like, I'm getting out of Boston and Alan Arkin is there and he's like, not his father, but his like mentor. He owns a boxing gym and apparently he sort of raised Spencer. That's like as much as you really get out of the movie. Um mm-hmm. And, he's a friendly old man. And he's just like, I'm going to leave. But then uh, he's Alan Arkin. He's great. Yeah. Like the very same day he gets out, the the guy he beat the shit out of gets murdered. And of course, like 
immediately are like, hey, where were you? And he's like, I, I was here. I live without Arkin and Winston Duke, who we didn't mention is in this movie, as a roommate. Because <laughs> he plays uh-huh. a man named Hawk. And um, so they're like, oh, okay, you have an alibi, cool, anyway. And then he's just like, wait, who did murder the captain? And maybe I should get into this, but maybe I should, because now they've also framed an, another innocent police officer for the murder and they're like case closed oh well that was convenient bye you know and like he knew this guy at the academy he was just like i know him yeah. he's a good kid and that's literally like i'm on the case because yeah. he's sitting in truck driving school and not paying attention and just writing down who killed the captain <laughs> why did yeah. they kill the captain it's yeah. like wow these are amazing notes <laughs> what well, did someone have uh, against burt peterson from <laughs> mad men <laughs> It's it, it you know it's Marky Mark he, <laughs> that he's putting pen to paper for anything. It's sure. kind of what? A, it's kind of good. No, you know? no. Um, so he has to get these deep thoughts by Mark Wahlberg out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Who killed Captain? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Not me. Nope. <laughs> X. Me. Cross out. <laughs> Other person? everyone else. <laughs> Check mark. <laughs> The Spencer thing. Let's keep it confidential for now. <laughs> I should get a filing cabinet that locks. Uh, but so that's that's basically his motivation. He's like, oh well, the widow's sad because she knows her husband's innocent, and I know he's a good guy. So fuck, I'm on the case, and basically mm-hmm. just convinces everyone, hey, I should be on the case. And then he's on the case, and then he solves the case because. It was his partner and a bunch of corrupt cops all working for gangsters, and it was his Because par- they wanted to open a casino. Yeah, they wanted to turn, turn a dog track into a casino, and they were like, well, we got to murder people because to do that. <laughs> like, because, you know, that's... There were also trucks of drugs. <laughs> I think Alan Arkin actually basically says, like, to let casinos in is to let corruption or something. something like He has, like, some line like that. It's just like, you know what you're getting. <laughs> all well, casinos yeah, are yeah. corrupt, corruption, right. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's basically it. Like his his partner at the time, who was there and pulled him off the captain before he beat him to death, was involved, and they oh they literally macheted the dude's head off too, and then like mm-hmm. made it look like this other guy shot himself. So you know they were like it's it's basically a lot of setup for mm-hmm. Marky Mark to go somewhere and get the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, I, I was I was there, but for somehow that. <laughs> eventually like win about half the fights maybe, and then run away from the other half, but. Regardless, getting the shit kicked out of him. Like, mm-hmm. Also, the shit bit out of him. Yeah. Yes. He, he, he gets does, mauled by a dog. Mauled by a dog. That scene is amazing. Yeah. And the yeah. guy's like, hey, leave my dog alone. <laughs> what are you doing to my dog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As he's getting his arm ripped off by the dog. I, oh, God. The way he thinks he's safe. And then the dog opens the gate. And he's like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> In my letterbox review, I attempted to say I would have watched a, an entire 90-minute movie of... Marky, Marky Mark getting mauled by a dog, but then my <laughs> phone was like, "You mean nailed, right?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, I did no, not actually." But I published it not. without catching no. it, and then I was like, "Man, there's a really uncomfortable thing about his girlfriend, who's his dog, that he was missing while he's not in prison." Because, uh, all, right. all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep talking about the good before I go to the bad. But mm-hmm. yeah, anyway, the other thing I said is like, I, watching Marky Mark get his ass kicked and especially getting mauled by the dog. I, that was precious, and I, I loved every minute of it. Um, yep. And then everything involving Winston Duke, I was like, make the a man called Hawk spinoff movie. That's the yeah. movie I want to see, an entire movie about him. That That's what I want to see, you know, not, not this. Yeah, I, I love that his motivation for joining the whole thing is that one of the guys killed that activist girl's cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And, and he's just like, that, that motherfucker <laughs> killed a cat. <laughs> Like this, yeah. It's after like a ten minute, ten minute explanation of the crime, and he says, 
the guy killed a cat. And ending, Arkin's like, ending that's what you took away from them that. beating the activist to death in a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't care about that. Right. No. He cared about the cat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause he goes and carves a cat face into the guy's car. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And slashes all his tires multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah. And then the bad, because I was mentioning there's a joke about Marky Marks just wants to get back to his girlfriend, uh, Pearl. Who ends mm-hmm. up being his this old ass fat ass beagle? I believe it's so fat yeah. I can't even tell. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> um, a sausage yeah, dog. A sausage right. beagle. But, <laughs> Love it. Yeah, it's a, be- it's it's a, a good a dog. Beagle dog. Um, yeah, that dog's all right. But the real other girlfriend sort of is Eliza Schlesinger. Is am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who's a comedian, I guess, and one of the many people I was speaking about a couple weeks back about my random Netflix adventures of like, I don't know who you are, but I'll press play as long as you're not doing goofy pose or DreamWorks face and, and or lady comedians doing like the I'm sexy, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, yeah. And she's extremely guilty of that. So I'd never seen her stuff. So this is my first exposure to her and Holy God, does she actually talk like that all the time? Or is this like, I'm doing a Bassin accent. I, I'm hey. pretty sure she's doing a, a bit. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Cause I haven't seen her stuff. <laughs> But uh, there are plenty of women who actually speak like that. Sh- sure. Oh yeah. Sure. Sure. And act like that. Sure. But I believe she's putting that on for the okay for the sake of the movie. I again I don't know for the good of the picture or bad of the picture. I don't know. Which. Yeah, she's awful. Like everything involving her and that character is is awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's be fair and say everything involving that character is awful because that character is supposed to be awful. Yeah. And she nails it. She's doing exactly what the movie told her to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Which I'll admit pays off a little bit at the end when she actually does like pick up Alan Arkin and is just like, have they been molesting you? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure she was improvising that because Alan Arkin seemed a little confused by the things that she was asking him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's address the Celtic in the room because we have a famously long anti-Boston rant thing, I believe, out there. And oh, yeah. this movie is unapologetically Bostonian. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be after I heard your reactions. Like, I expected it just to, just to be the fucking worst every <laughs> second of every fucking scene. Okay, it just to be aggressively yeah, fucking Boston. It, it, it yeah, wasn't it's the not SNL like everyone walking level. around is yeah. Bill Burr in this movie. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not an SNL sketch version of Boston, but it's still pretty fucking unapologetically Boston. Bostonian mm-hmm, sure. in, in its nature. Yeah. I mean that that's where that's where the whole thing that's where the character's always been set. So that's why those two latched onto her. They're like, hey, Boston, great. We know that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just we've been famously anti Boston and I was wondering how much that harmed the, <laughs> your your opinion of the movie. I didn't mind it. No? Well so it here's the yeah. thing. They okay. They start that movie with a Boston song. The first fight scene is set to a Boston song, and I just about lost it as soon as that song kicked in. I was like, oh, we're doing this? <laughs> like, this is the most obvious thing you could possibly do. And then I was like, no, this is great. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. Because it comes three minutes after they establish the prison with a giant title card that says yeah. prison. Okay, <laughs> can I can I talk about those for a second? Because I feel like I'm getting overwhelmed by those. That like that that needs to stop. Like I like I thought we I, were done with those like two years ago. Well, I mean like I I feel like the Marvel movies kind of were like, all right, if they're doing it, it's 
giant title card location, even though you clearly should probably know the location because there's something on the screen that is letting you know the location. But like this movie Brutalism does Brutalism in text is popular right now. Yeah. So this one does it. And that's I just why started, it's happening. I, I just started playing control and it fucking doesn't <laughs> like, it's just oh, like, it's great in control. Oh, it's so good in control. Is it though? though? I mean, I don't yes. know. I just feel like I'm yes. over because they no. only do it the first time you enter a place yeah. and it never shows up again. Yeah. I mean, like in this movie. Okay. Like when it says prison, I was like, okay, that's great. And then it really doesn't do it again until the last scene where they're eating lobster and it puts up lobster. Well, oh, no, it does it. It, it does, does it several times. times. Yeah. Does yeah. it? It, it, it never yeah. seemed. For Southie and. Yeah, but it never seemed like jokey. You know, it was just it was the just we're establishing where this location is. Fucking yeah. jokey. <laughs> well, sure. That's what I meant. Like the last one is like, all right, you, you nailed it with the prison one. But this one I didn't need. So. Yeah. But whatever. I, that's the last scene in the movie, and I was so on board with it by then. Like the whole movie, yeah. Because we haven't really, thing? we haven't really sold the action scenes. Because I really like Peter Berg is manipulative as fuck, but in a way that I appreciate because it works. You know, like it. It actually like during the fight scenes, I was like having trouble staying seated. Like I was like, yeah, uh-huh. you're gonna beat the fuck out of him. Yes, <laughs> you know, like and. Like there's something about the way he builds stuff and the way he films them and the way, you know, the guys are talking shit at each other. Like that's just gets me worked up. Like it, it fucking works. And mm-hmm. so many of these fight scenes, like, like when he kicks that guy in the balls in the prison one, I'm just like, cause he's like, you fucking kicked me. Did you just kick me? Why are you kicking me, bro? Yeah, And then he just fucking <laughs> destroys that guy's. <laughs> You know, he fucking Omega cops the shit out of that guy. And you're just like, yes, yes. <laughs> and like every action scene, I kind of like I had that. Like when the, when you see the like when you keep seeing the guys file into the, the taqueria or wherever it is that he's at, you know, ordering a whole like. Oh, God. Like, yes. I don't know if he's just waiting for them because he just keeps ordering things. I think he was just ordering things. I don't know. His order was like $95 <laughs> and it's like, no, dude, you don't need this much food. And you know, Hawk's not eating it because he's like vegan or some shit. He was some he level beyond vegan. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, but you know, like the guys keep filing in and then you finally see the guy with the machete and you're like, all right, let's do this. You know? And I'm just amazed. Like no one got their face dipped in a fryer or anything like that. But they, they still got suitably wrecked, especially oh. how that scene ends. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Like, and that's the thing is like, I, you know, we always appreciate dudes getting fucking wrecked and yeah. Yeah. Dudes get wrecked pretty good in this movie. I, I think it's because I've gotten spoiled because we've watched a couple of stuntman directed things here lately Yeah, that I, I started to not appreciate the edits in this movie for some of the fight sequences. Like I felt like they were, they weren't awful. I've seen much, much worse, especially in Mm -hmm. modern day movies, but I was like, feel like he's done action better than this movie like there are things happening in the scenes i i love like winston duke putting that guy through the like the tiled wall i mean yes. you know yeah was, oh yeah was was fucking amazing but like i mean like i said like there are there are really high highs in this movie for but for me like there was so much of it that was very grating like just the the mundaneness of the of the between action scene beats not being particularly funny i mean almost coming off as like michael bay trying to be funny Sort of like I don't even feel like it was trying to be funny. It just felt like it was just trying to maintain just this like base level of interest throughout it. 
it's weird because it will jarringly cut from like, oh man, that was an awesome fight scene to here's a very tragic moment scored to tragic score as the wife discovers her husband's body, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. like the tone of this movie is all over the place. But the thing about it is that the highs are so high that it's like I can sit through the rest of this knowing that, you know, these scenes are going to keep happening. And God, just I'm sitting there and I'm like, they've established this semi truck. (laughs) Yep. Check off semi. (laughs) And And I'm like, I, I've seen a movie. I know how movies work. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, they're not going to do it, are they? <laughs> they're going to forget they, they established that semi-truck. And then, holy shit. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, it's a, it's a very much a, you've seen a movie. Here's all the things you like about movies. And we have to fill the rest of the time with stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's, God, just the scene of him in the convenience store trying to steal what he thinks is the VCR. He's it's like, give me the tape, bro. And he's like, that's the cable box. He's like, the, the security footage is in the cloud. And he's just like, the cloud? What's the cloud? I don't... Give me the give cloud. Give me the cloud. <laughs> I, I found that, like, like, Marky Mark isn't that much older than me. I found that kind of really weird. He'd only been in prison for five years. I th- I'm pretty sure cloud stuff it existed five years ago. Yeah, like, well, yeah but he's I mean, also an idiot. It, it, it had, but not to Fair. like normal people that don't do tech at all. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, I, I'm fully aware of the timeline and people like store, sort of comprehending the cloud, which is only about half of business users right now. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It yeah. just seemed like, it seemed weird to me that he was... Like, I think they well, just I wanted to present him... I do computers. Like, computers have been around for... Well, he had to have Winston. They just wanted to present him as enough of a Luddite. Yeah. Because he had to have Winston Duke do the entire, like, okay, play the surveillance footage. I don't... How does any of this work? And I appreciate when they zoomed in on the license plate and it was pixelated as shit. Yes. They were just like, well, that's it. We can't see the license plate. And I was like, oh, wow. There's no <laughs> This goes against button. every cop thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. There was no enhance button. Yeah. That's amazing. He didn't enhance. <laughs> so, nope. I don't know. One one swerve in an otherwise very <laughs> predictable story. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I I liked it a lot. I mean, it's cliche as fuck, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. And honestly, I would watch a half dozen more movies with those two. Like oh, I yeah, really they, would. Even the thing they set up at the end, I was like, okay, right now, I would press play yeah, on that yeah. right now. <laughs> That's the movie that leads into the series that I like. I want to uh, give me ten episodes of. Yeah, problem you know, is they they'll never get those two for no. a ten episode show. No, we Especially might get not one Winston, of these. Winston Duke is just going up. Yeah. So we may get one of these every two years. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'd be I'll take that. I, th- I think they've already said they've greenlit another one. So yeah, yeah I mean, and I, it's it's weird that I have that feeling, especially because like last week they're like we're, they're going to make it another extraction, and I was like, I don't know if I need another extraction, but like this one, I'm like, yeah, sign me up, let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I didn't want it to sound like I did. I just like, I think I, I think maybe I was just looking at it a little bit wrong. Like, I, I think I was, I think because the highs were so high and like feeling like they were starting to be in a better movie that I started to judge the whole thing differently. And then when it sank back down to like mediocre buddy thing, like when it wasn't mm-hmm. being, like, I, I don't feel like it played off the buddy cop thing or not whatever, you know, the buddy partner thing as much as it should have. Like they kind of, we're mostly independent of each other throughout most of the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, I would yeah. watch more cause maybe they'd just lean in that. They'd be like, all right, let's like 
set aside yeah. Alan Arkin and write him out and really hopefully write out the girlfriend. <laughs> there. <laughs> Their relationship is much more interesting on the show. Sure. Like Spencer and Hawk on the show are it, Hawk on the series is amazing. Um, so I was kind of disappointed that he was just like, oh, and here's your roommate Hawk. I'm like, what? No. Yeah, but he gets a redemptive line about the shotgun. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. And it goes meta for a second. He's like, hey, that was a really good line. <laughs> so that lib pro. Oh, did I just run the take? Shit. <laughs> But yeah, it's, you know, it's another, I, I'm surprised that this is another above average Netflix thing. Like Netflix is, is still just shitting out content, but there have been at least three things in the last four or five months where I'm like, wow, that's you, you're making movies for me and I appreciate you. Well, like Maybe that's, I'm also judging it on that. Cause like, I think my, my Netflix scale got tipped a little bit when they were like hey here's a fucking michael bay movie and i know you know people shout on it but it's like it's a fucking michael bay movie like that movie's nuts like it's it is not (laughs) it's not armageddon level like let's fucking you know destroy entire cities but i mean that's a fucking michael bay movie and extraction is like gritty and john wickish and like you know stuntman horrific and it's like Mm -hmm. and then this was like yeah but it's a it's a buddy cop thing where they're only sort of kind of hanging out. Mostly other people are going to interfere and Marky Mark gets his ass kicked a lot. And there's some fantastic action scenes and annoying Boston things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, we get it. It's in Boston. I love Alan Arkin just continuing to be pissed that the guy hit him in the eye. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what do you want from me? You hit me in the eye. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah, I, Give me another movie with the three of them. He finally ditched the girlfriend, but just give me a, give me a movie with those three, and I'm cool with it. Yeah, I mean, it made perfect sense why he was running from her for the first third of the movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they pretty much proved that by the end of the movie for sure. <laughs> hmm. yeah. She yells at that prison guard, calls him Shawshank. <laughs> I mean, I must not have cut that. Yeah, hmm. she. <laughs> I think it's just an excuse for someone to say Shawshank in a yeah, in sure. a Boston it's, it's, accent. It's a very Boston word. Yeah. <laughs> there were two or three moments I had to look away to do actual work because <laughs> work. You know, I watched it today. Mm-hmm. Well, check you out having a job and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm fancy. Check out Mister Fucking Big Shot over there, <laughs> Mister Fancy Pants, Mister yeah. Elite with with only the paycheck getting, and shit. Only getting furloughed one week a month. Yeah, I see how it is. <laughs> Fucking essential. Mister Double Bagger over here. We're all eating single patties. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so Chuck, what else did you yes. watch? Um. Oh, just real quick. Um. I've been working through just piles of discs and stuff, trying to figure out like what in my library is worth keeping. Um, And just went on this tear of like indie horror stuff, usually stuff I don't pay attention to because there's big budget horror stuff to watch. But Mm -hmm. anyway, um, after just hitting like five in a row that just absolutely sucked, there's this one movie called hunger. Uh, It's a 2009 movie. It's on prime. Maybe it was just because the last five were so terrible, but this one was actually pretty good. And I just wanted to put a word out there for this movie. It's kind of like a low budget saw movie, but if there was only one trap, okay, that's the best way to describe it. That's kind of demeaning. I don't mean to do that, but if I had to give like an elevator pitch of that movie, that's what it is. Um, 
And it's called it's Hunger. Hunger. Yeah, 2009. Hmm. It uh it's super gross. <laughs> Uh, I will never, ever in a million years watch it again. But huh. uh, the it, only one showing in- up on IMDb, just so you know, is one about somebody leading inmates in a Northern Irish prison in a hunger strike. No, that the ain't first it. Steve McQueen movie. Mm-mm. Huh? Well, is there an alternate name for it? Because IMDb doesn't seem to have it. Um, which is crazy. I mean, unless maybe they've got a 2008 date on it. Uh, let me do more title matches. I, I hate IMDb. Just so IMDb's you know. He's gotten terrible. Yep, there it is. It's like okay. got a hand creeping up in yeah. black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Five yeah. strangers struggle when a madman imprisons them. Yes. Yep. Okay. So, recommended. Interesting. It's it's interesting. It is worth one viewing. Okay. I don't it think it's going to be... One viewing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be something I think people are going to bust out and be like, oh, let's watch that again. It's not one of those. Um, but it's just one of those where you're like, how are they going to end this? And then you're like, oh, that's how they ended it. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It, it's just one of those where you're like, I want to see where this goes. Okay, I've seen where it goes. All right. Mm-hmm. Good on you. <laughs> No, no thank you I never want to see this again <laughs> so so way to go I appreciate what you did get it away from me <laughs> hunger satisfies so, yeah I had a few snickers so anyway check that out it's on prime you've got prime everyone right. has prime that's all I got okay I guess the rest of us <laughs> just been watching more Michael Jordan huh uh, I watched yeah. a, a movie called oh. Extraction last week oh um, yeah we didn't really right, get DJ your thoughts on it for you skipped the yeah. week uh, extraction kicked ass. I liked it. Um, yeah. it was, it was lives are expendable sort of violent. Um, the, the fight scenes in that were on point. I really enjoyed those. Other than that, I mean, it was kind of just, you know, you know how a movie goes. So here's mm-hmm. what happens. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I know you guys said like, maybe we don't need another extraction, but give me another Captain Australia, Tyler the Rake, shit out of dudes. Captain yeah. Boomerang. Action has a new name. <laughs> Tyler yes. Rake. <laughs> yes, I would like to see Tyler Rake kick more ass. That's all. That's all I have to say. Like you guys covered everything else about the fucking thing. So Tyler yeah. Rake, put your ass in the grass. <laughs> Awful name. Awful name. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't the, leave your seat. The uh, <laughs> oh the the trucks out of nowhere. There were two or three of them. Yeah. Yes. Those were fucking magnificent. Uh-huh. Um, I I could watch trucks come from off screen and blast dudes all day. <laughs> yeah, driving in that country is uh, is a perilous thing. <laughs> well, I love that in the middle of the fight, there's like people trying to ride their their motor scooters between two people fighting. <laughs> yes. Hey, they got to get to where they're going. And I hate to say, I feel like that happens. Like that that wasn't just, oh, we did this for the movie. It's like, no, that probably actually happens. Oh, yeah. yeah. Watch some like dash cam footage from any Ugh. any country. Um, <laughs> but w- w- what was that? India or Pakistan? Pakistan? Uh, Bangladesh, I believe. Bangladesh. Bangladesh, yeah. 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 Watch dash cam from any of those three places and you will find... Um, Exciting stuff. It's one yeah. way to put it. Get yourself on Live Leak and check out some hot dash cams. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's amazing. I mean, only because I've been there multiple times, I could say this safely, I believe. But like Mexican people 
face to face on the street, the nicest human beings you would ever want to meet, like care about everybody. A, a refreshing feeling that we as Americans don't enjoy. <laughs> do not share yeah, in, do any not way share in any way Like, you know, <laughs> like I have nothing, but what I have, I will give you half kind of mentality. Um, Except you put them behind a wheel, <laughs> and then everything is expendable. <laughs> I must get where I was going. <laughs> Fuck everything else. <laughs> this barrier of car makes me immune to everything. <laughs> it's amazing. Like it's absolutely amazing. So hmm. yeah, but yeah, extraction's good. And the yeah. the uh, the crazy like spinny camera like you know faked one shot thing. I know it was just like some sort of projection of them going down a street, but that that was just making me nervous for for bystanders <laughs> like i mean because he's just like sitting there talking to the kid like weaving yeah. in and out of humans and, and bicycles and stuff and i'm like i know this isn't real because it can't be like <laughs> you can't put this many people in danger like i don't think but you know I, now i'll probably see some behind the scenes like no no we, <laughs> oh, yeah. we are like 300 people died. just to stand by <laughs> and, like stand there as a car weaved around them uh and a camera car um, their family got a bonus yeah. if they actually got hit so <laughs> so but yeah i mean it was just like that was just making me incredibly nervous i was like get off the street he's not even looking <laughs> like anyway uh, right. you know, now i've said my piece for stuff i've been watching so you guys okay. can talk about michael jordan for half an hour uh, well, we're I, I not going to talk about that long. Yeah, I, I was going to say I watched one other thing, and we'll do nothing but yeah. Last Dance, and so you can tune out if you're non-sports caring or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I I get it until this. I mean, but yeah, I will explain. Um, the only other thing I, I rewatched that I wanted to make note of is I decided to rewatch um, the Fright Night remake. A, because I was like, man, I'm starting to miss David Tennant from Who You already. <laughs> so uh-huh. I want to revisit this, and you know, also just you know another dose of the poots why not but yeah i mean that's a, <laughs> oh, that's oh, right poots is in yeah it. it's a really fun movie like i i that one baffles me because i still i i every five ten years i try to give the original one another try and i just still like i really like the premise i just don't like the original movie like really at all yeah. like i've said that before but it's just like I, I can't it's one of those i just can't quite get behind it for some reason it's sort of like lost boys i'm a little more favorable towards lost boys like i mostly like lost boys but every once in a while i watch it i'm like <laughs> about certain things but yeah like i've never seen either oh lost boys i think you is an well, easier I, i've never seen now. i've never seen oh, either, either fright, fright night fright night okay and i've never seen lost boys oh, okay well what yeah. order should i watch those three in <laughs> i think you can most easily appreciate the new fright night because i mean yeah you it's know. david Tennant. so yeah I mean, who colin, i like colin farrell's on point as he has been strangely like he's that silent we, we've said this before like colin farrell's that guy you just hire and it's like he's a workhorse like he's going to put in some kind of interesting performance but he's not going to make a big deal about it you know yep. it's not one of those like i'm doing a thing he also <laughs> feels like he like hit that mcconaughey realm where everybody was like him you're going to cast him and sort then all of a sudden everyone realized wait this guy's like actually really fucking good yeah I, that was my slight diss on some people like joaquin phoenix where it's like you just fucking play a role you don't i mean you don't yeah. have to like I'm doing so method. I'm, I'm I may be insane now. I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> it's like okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> bravo, sir. Wasn't that <laughs> La- was it Lawrence or Olivier who was just like, uh, yeah, it's called acting. Yeah, <laughs> like you don't have to live the part. You yeah, just yeah, show up and you, become the you other just, person. You show up and you act. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just like I said, like Colin Farrell's one of those people that you he feels like someone who might do that, but he doesn't. I feel like he's just like, no, I'm going to show up and fucking be nuts on the camera, and then just be like, oi, I'm fucking Colin Farrell off the camera, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it felt like around Daredevil time, 
Sure. We, Colin Farrell was going to become that kind of annoying thing. Well, yeah, doing, Daredevil's were, not really the one you can apologize for. <laughs> they, they were doing nah, that. Daredevil was pretty. They were no. like, look at how pretty he is, and we're going to put him yeah. in period pieces with his shirt open and hair wet and stuff. And ooh, look, it's Colin Farrell again. You know, and yeah. so, like, whenever. You know, that works for the ladies and then men have immediately like, I don't think I like that guy because, <laughs> you know, I'm emasculated by him, basically. And then people eventually come around and be like, well, wait, good actor, though, huh? OK. Yeah. Well, that's the thing just... in those weird Harry Potter sequel things, whatever Magnificent Beasts or whatever the fuck they're called. Like he's in the first one. And then it's like, I wish he and Johnny Depp had switched roles because fuck, man, I would love to have him way more than Johnny Depp, not only for all the other stuff, but like just like the two performances are like, oh, no, <laughs> like when Colin Farrell goes away, like, no, man, like <laughs> bring him back. I don't want Johnny I, Depp doing his just, Johnny Depp thing again. Same just, fucking character. Oh. On a tangent here about Colin Farrell, um, a, a few weeks back, I watched this movie called Dead Man Down, I think, mm -hmm. which is a Colin Farrell movie, which is a WWE produced movie. Uh-oh. And I was like, the oh, fuck like four is... got 10. It, yeah. It was just like, what is this? How does... what? And he's like really putting in a super duper performance in that. It's a neat little crime drama uh, with a batshit ending. And mm -hmm. I'm like why isn't WWE doing more of this? Just like use your money to make cool little movies instead of like making another fucking the Marine six with the Miz. And <laughs> Watch yourself. Hey, no, the, the Marine is fine. Marine two through six. Maybe not so much. Hey, not so fine. Check okay. your business. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like like with Colin Farrell, like if we actually put together all of our Patreon money and made a movie and we're able to hire Colin Farrell, he wouldn't be like, fuck is this he'd actually like <laughs> you know he'd turn in whatever the fuck we want out of him you know what i mean sure if we I gave him he... like a thousand dollars in a sandwich he would turn yeah. in an honest performance yeah i think he would do both <laughs> i think he'd be like fuck is this and then be like whatever yeah, all right <laughs> let's do it you crazy kids mm -hmm. But, yeah. oh. I think he's probably younger than all of us. <laughs> yeah. the, other thing, the only other thing I wanted to note about um, Fright Night that I, the remake at least, that I had not noticed before is who it was written by, and that's Marty Noxon, who was like one of the co-creators of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm -hmm. wrote, wrote a whole bunch of episodes and whatnot, but like, it's funny because like, it, it does the here's title only and all the other credits are at the end thing, so I didn't know that until the end, but this time like I probably caught it before. It's just pretty alright, that's cool, but there's a there's a good Buffy joke reference thing in there. So, oh, good. Uh, yeah. Now I now I get why. But yeah, like I said, I I like the remake. It's totally and structurally, it's kind of weird, but I really actually strangely appreciate it. Like it feels like it's it feels like it actually breaks the three act structure sort of, but it, mm -hmm. it kind of works too. So, but yeah, I don't the know. Movie should have been bigger, and Tenant should have been a big star. Yep. Also, I think I was bemoaning. I don't know if it was on here. or when we were saying goodbye to Doctor Who You, uh, a Patreon-exclusive podcast over at <laughs> patreon.com slash bmocast. Uh, where um, where uh, <laughs> uh, I think I was saying like, oh, shit, how can I see Broadchurch? It's all on Netflix in case you want to see Broadchurch. Unless you're like David Tennant, Levia Coleman, Jodie Whittaker, these people, we were like, what? They were all on a show together. Gwen. Gwen, yeah, Gwen Cooper. Like, oh, Gwen's like, on it too. I think, yep. is Yanto on it too? Like, I feel like someone else from Torchwood might be on it too. Uh, I know Rory shows up. No, I mean, on that's it. it. Okay, but yeah. um, is Reese on it? <laughs> Big beautiful Reese. 
No. My big beautiful Reese is not on Broadchurch. No, I don't think so. <sighs> Pod Church take, canceled. Take him, he wants to take I want to nothing the, to do with Pod Church. church <laughs> Put his arms around his broad shoulders and <laughs> broad bury him. Mm. Oh, is broad shoulders on yeah. Prime Video? <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway. Anyway. Yeah. ESPN's last dance. We've been we've been watching yeah. that. There's, there's more episodes. The penultimate episodes, really. Seven and eight out of ten. Um, covering uh, best season of all time, ninety six, uh, and also his whole baseball thing, baseball retirement deal. Yep. The time they spent on stuff, I was kind of surprised. I thought they would spend more time on the Magic beating them, but I mean that really only gets a couple minutes. Yeah, it's weird. And then the 96 a- season where they win 72 games is like a three-minute montage, which feels super weird. Like, they gave more time to his 63-point game in Boston that they lost than they do like, okay, here's the greatest NBA season of all time. And I say this as a Warriors fan who watched them lose in the finals after beating that record. But, you know, it's 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 just an odd structure. I agree. I mean, it, it's weird because my like my real life knowledge dipped around this point. Like, mm-hmm. I just kind of stopped paying attention to sports altogether. You know, it's it's come in waves for me where I'm like, yeah. I like sports, and then it's like, now nah, I devote my mind to other things, and then I like sports again. And but so I like, I knew they like became good and got another three peat, but I kind of like didn't really like super pay attention to it. It was like, oh yeah, sure, he came back and the Bulls started winning. Again, <laughs> hey, Jordan course. won again. How yeah. about that? <laughs> but I, I totally forgot that like he came back mid, well, not quite even like a little bit into the season and they lost that season. I, I totally forgot that there was still like, it wasn't just like, yeah, I retired for a year, came back and guess what? We started winning again. Mm-hmm. I forgot that there was that like buffer year where they did not win. Yeah. So, yeah. They or, talk about Space Jam too. Uh-huh. Yeah. The second one? No. The original, but holy shit. Like, I, I kind of forgot that he he made that movie after losing to the Magic and after coming back from baseball where, like, he was basically out of shape. Like, that's why he lost was he was just, like, winded at the end of all those Magic games. And he was, like, the guy's kind of, like, not human in that he was making the movie from, like, 7 a.m. call to 7 p.m. All right, we wrap for the day. Then he'd play basketball with like all these NBA all-stars who just got invited out to come fight, play fucking basketball in this little bubble thing they built for him. With yeah, they basically like, built him like a little personal gym, yeah, essentially. Like he basically said, if I'm going to be in the movie, I have to have this because I have to train. So he had a full basketball court plus like an entire weight room in this big tent, like this big bubble tent thing. And then he's got like all these NBA all-stars there just playing pickup games for like three hours every night. And then he'd work out and then he'd go to sleep and then he'd be back up for, you know, back at the back shooting at seven in the morning for the entire summer. And it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, how do you do this? Like how humanly, like, like, like if I stay up till two now and I wake up at like eight, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a mess. I'm like, I'm like, I can't do anything. I need a nap. And it's like 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That day is ruined. Yeah. Like you wake up and you go, well, today is just worthless. Yeah. And, and <laughs> nothing like, is going to happen today. Not today. Today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, and I guess it just, it just kind of focuses on how 
inhuman he is, but like the, also like just how insanely driven the guy is. But I mean, this is the one where it's like, okay, like, you know, there's a lot of slights that he perceives so that he can motivate himself. But this is the one where they just get like the pettiest ever, because it's like it, when they're talking about this, the 96 finals where they played the Sonics where like Bob Costas is like, this is the most lopsided finals matchup ever. And I'm like, dude, the Sonics were the number two team that year. The only reason it seems lopsided is because the Bulls just set the record for wins ever. But like the coach of the Sonics uh, was a UNC guy along, you know, Michael Jordan, that's where he went to college. And Michael takes the slight because they were eating at the same restaurant and that guy didn't come over and say hello to him. So he just said, so I just went out and fucking destroyed him for five games. You know, it's like, what? And, and it's like, and, and it's such a hypocritical thing because like, and somebody pointed out, I think the actual like George Carl himself, the coach who didn't go over, I, I want to say somebody said he pointed this out on Twitter himself. He's like, if I went over there, Michael Jordan would be like, oh, what the fuck's he doing? Trying to get in my head before the game. Don't come over here. Talk to me. Fuck you. I'm going to destroy you for five games. You know, it's like, there's so much stuff that like, it's interesting. Like I'm enjoying it so much because Jordan has no like, PR filter anymore. Like he has nothing to be like, Oh, well I can't lose my shoe endorsement or any of that. You know, like, cause with LeBron, I feel like everything he fucking says is like run by a focus group first before he talks to the media. And this is Jordan just being like, no, fuck that guy. That guy was a piece of shit. I hate him. He's like, yeah, if you aren't motivated to play, fuck you. I don't want you on my team. You know, like just like basically it's kind of like the honesty people act like Trump has, but he doesn't. But this is like, I think how when people look at Trump and they go, he, he tells it like it is. This is more like what someone who's actually telling it like it is, how they present themselves, where they're just like, nah, yeah, all right, I'll be honest, fuck that guy, <laughs> you know? Well, he's, like, he, he's hit that Chappelle stage, like when he came back finally and was like, I'm going to start doing specials and stuff again. And he just yeah. like, he had zero fucking filter. He's like, what the fuck do I have to lose? I'm just going to speak my mind if you like it, you like it, if you don't change the channel you know yeah and and, i mean he gets emotion about some of the stuff i mean they're asking him they're like you know like is being this driven and this motivated like you've sacrificed being people looking at you as a nice guy and he's like you know and he kind of actually breaks down a little bit and he's like you could see him kind of like start to like tears start to well up and he's just like no i mean like this is this is how i this is how i always viewed basketball and if you can't view it the way I do, then I don't want anything to do with you. And there were people that I had to basically say, no, you're done. <laughs> Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> and, but he gets like choked up about that. Cause I think he realizes, you know, like, yeah, like there's a lot of people in the world who just view you as an asshole. And, you know, he knows like, it's, I, I guess it's almost like you don't know if it's like, he basically makes them cut the camera. He says, we're taking a break and he walks off and that's how they end one of the episodes. But you kind of wonder like, is his brain going, you know, yeah, this is the sacrifice I made in order to be like literally the greatest of all time. Or if he's just like, yeah, well, you know, that's, this is, that's, I can't process things any other way. You know, you just, it's, it's interesting. It's like stuff that you can't get from acting. You know, you, you only get that in documentary stuff when people are being like truly, honest about stuff and truly reflecting on things. And I think that's why this, this whole documentary has been so compelling to me, not only because it's like, okay, I can see them, you know, playing the, you know, Charles Barkley in the finals. And I go, Oh, I remember where I was when I was watching that game. 
you know, there's that sort of stuff. And then that magic game, of course, where, where Nick Anderson steals the ball from him. Like, yeah, I'm like, I was literally in the arena for that. I saw that happen, <laughs> you know? So there's stuff like, it's nice having that nostalgic memory, but it's also kind of interesting to see the lens that the world was viewing him at, at that time as well, which the documentary focuses on a lot in that, you know, the media fucking tore him apart. You know, they were just like, <laughs> like they were relentless on him and, you know, they, it's, he had enough stuff that they were like, yeah, there's something weird about this guy. And, you know, they found the gambling and the gambling became like the focus of everything. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I was, was going to bring that up because that if I have, if I have a slight against the documentary and its style, which I think it's mostly good. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the out of orderness is a detriment to it because I, what a couple episodes ago, I was like, man, it feels like they tried to cover the whole gambling thing and, you know, was he punished or not thing? And I was like, you're not even going to bring up the real retirement theory and, you know, at least dignify it with a, no, fuck no. Like, that's not what happened. And then they finally did. Like, it's like, because it jumped around, it was like, it started to dabble into that realm and then was like, no, we're going to talk, keep talking about what happened. And they're kind of, it's like they're going out of order sequentially, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. Cause they keep like, yeah, there's like a back in time and then like the 98 season and like parallels and stuff. So it's like, they'll go back in time and then like show you a section and then leap back forward and then go back in time and then continue on sort of. So it's like, yeah, it took a couple I, more episodes before it was like, now we're to baseball retirement and was it really retirement? And yeah. And yeah. the, and the thing about the baseball and the gambling thing is like, it's not just the way they present it, but they present it in a very compelling way in that it's like, there's people who come on and they're like, this guy made the NBA. He made literally billions of dollars for the NBA. Why the fuck would you suspend him and make him go away? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, like it literally yeah. just makes no sense. It's like, all right, who cares? You know, and especially for like 18 months, <laughs> you know, it, it just, it's, it's one of those things that's like, you know, when you when you look at conspiracy theories, sometimes Occam's razor is the best way to look at them is it's basically like, all right, how many people would have to keep this secret? A, you know, that, that's like every conspiracy theory. Just start with that. Mm-hmm. Literally, how many people would have to keep the secret? And it's like, OK, that fails. All right. You can't keep a <laughs> fucking birthday party secret if it's 10 people, you know, <laughs> like it just doesn't happen. And. You know, to and to think of the money at stake and everything at stake that they had to basically be like, nah, Michael Jordan, go away. And and they even have David Stern, the commissioner at the time, be like, yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> and I think, and Rod Thorne, who was uh, at the time, I want to say he was like, he was, he was somewhere high up in the NBA at that time. But he's like, uh, how can I put this? Complete bullshit. That theory is complete bullshit. It's like, all right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like they, they got to it. They yeah. finally addressed it very succinctly, which is, is probably all it deserved. It's like I said, it was weird to me that it felt like they were dancing around that <laughs> several episodes ago and then just were like, yeah, we're done talking about the gambling thing anyway, moving on. But it was like, no, because we're kind of going Pulp Fiction-y, but sort of out of, you know, sort of still sequentially just from years past. It was like it had to get to the natural point where that mm-hmm. started to get brought up. And then they were just like, now squash that <laughs> like because yeah like you said it doesn't make sense but like i said yeah. when you get that close to like eh, to then not go like some people believe <laughs> mm-hmm. that's absolutely not true <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, and I know Michael Jordan like has a like nothing in this is getting through without Michael Jordan's approval. Sure. But it's still like you know, it's it's one of those cases like do I think he has a gambling pro- gambling problem? Yeah, probably, but <laughs> but also do I think someone they suspended else him it, for it. Was it? Like- no. His his fifty thousand dollar whatever he owed somebody would be like yeah that'd be like if you maybe went a little crazy and bet a hundred dollars in a round of golf to him like 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 yeah. it's he can afford it <laughs> like that's really yeah. nothing to him I don't I don't think you heard this I think He's someone Michael said that Jordan. they were like they're like that's like if you bet a hundred dollars on a golf game a little extravagant sure you don't do it all the time but it's yeah. fucking nothing to him and and also like if that was the case would they let him own a team which he currently does right. No, no. So, yeah, but uh, they, yeah, their montage game wasn't quite as on point in these. It's weird. It's almost like they're not as fun anymore because it's the montages are almost like, all right, here's one game, and we're going on that, and you know, and but they, I mean, their music choices are still top notch, especially the one that they use as they win the '96 finals is really, really great. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I guess two left. But it's just it's really it's really compelling stuff, you know. And it's I hope that's not just because I'm such a huge NBA fan. But I think it really, you know, like I think this is resonant stuff about you know. It's almost kind of like to me and BJ, you might relate with this. Is it's kind of like Jiro dreams of sushi, a bit where it's like this guy has sacrificed everything to be literally the best there is at what he does. And this is a very much a, a documentary about that same sort of thing. You know, I, I think about Jiro a lot as I think about <laughs> Michael Jordan talking about how he plays basketball. That's interesting. Like I remind me of what, um, what service this is on. It's, it's, it's on ESPN it's, right it's now. On ESPN. Yeah. So you basically need a login to ESPN to be able to watch yeah. it. I think it's going to be on Netflix eventually because they co-produced it, but mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some window where it's like it's ours for a while. So, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they released it early. They're literally editing these, like they're editing the tenth episode right now. So, <laughs> hopefully, okay. it's ready in time. Yeah, it was supposed to come out over the summer, right? Yeah, it wasn't coming out till like June. I, I think they were actually going to run it after the NBA Finals had ended, which oh, okay. would have been in June, but obviously, the world. So mm-hmm. it didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I really, I will end up watching this because I, I was, I was a big Bulls fan back in the day uh, when I cared about basketball, mm-hmm. and um, like I, I remember w- watching the NBA Finals for pretty much all the, the original three feet and the second one. I was watching the game where Jordan came back, uh, like it. Bulls basketball was a big deal to me in the mm-hmm. in the nineties. And then I think I think it was when he retired again. I was like, okay, I don't I don't need to watch any more basketball. I've watched the greatest basketball that will ever happen. So mm. um You didn't miss much in the Wizards come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um I don't. But is I, this even going to address that? I wonder. Like, I mean, is it going to go beyond? I mean, I feel if it's going to be end curious. With the last dance, I, like, I mean, because like, yeah. like the way, I don't know how the how the documentary will address it, but I mean, it was pretty much he had nowhere to go. Like uh, they said, all right, we're getting rid of Phil Jackson, and he's like, yeah, well, then I don't want to be here if he's not here, and there were no other teams for him to sign for sign with. 
because nobody had the cap space and the money to pay someone like Michael Jordan, obviously. Well, and, and the coach. <laughs> yeah. Me. Well, I yeah, mean, because it would have been he, a package deal, like, I think. I don't He might have gone to another team if Phil, even if Phil Jackson wasn't there, depending on who the players were. But there was only like one or two options in the league. And it was like, there's no way. Like, but then he went to the Wizards. So who fucking knows? But he was also, I guess, working in the front off it like he yeah, was, was the general say, like, manager at the I th- time I th- yeah i think he like had a, like some like minority stake in it at first and just so he could play and then bought the majority stake in it afterwards he was donating a salary to charity okay. also yeah I, I thought it was yeah. like some sort of thing where it's like i i intend to buy the wizards but i'm gonna play for them first yeah build them up yeah yeah but then he ended up <laughs> buying the charlotte charlotte hornets now they were the bobcats then bobcats. Right. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah confusing yeah but because the Wizards aren't the Wizards anymore, right? Aren't they back to the Bullets? Or uh, no, Wizards? I think they're still the Wizards. Oh, maybe that was just a throwback game or something. Yeah, they might still wear sometimes the Bullets uniforms, but yeah, I don't think they're going back to the <laughs> to the name no. Bullets. I mean, that would it, be bad. I mean, it makes more sense. <laughs> it was always bad. <laughs> makes more sense right now than Wizards. well, and it's weird seeing like <laughs> like watching the games where the Sonics are playing them because the Sonics got fucking stolen. Actually, by, no, actually, by the Oklahoma Wizards City. Are super appropriate right now because like, they're bullshit <laughs> made <laughs> up <laughs> and they just convince some people that they can do things that they absolutely can't <laughs> yeah no wizards is perfect name actually mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah there you go yeah. i mean yeah but, little salesman was but yeah name. there is one moment where like they show gary payton kind of in one of his interviews talking shit at jordan and they literally cut from the interview that they filmed to Jordan holding the iPad, watching the interview and just laughing his ass off at him. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Yeah. That's <laughs> a, like, I would actually call that like a disc cut. Cause I mean, it's like just the, like the documentary even like hones in on it. Like, or, it's just like, it's like, watch this. Like, Cause they just have like a, this like inspirational, like Gary Payton. Like I was, if I just been able to do my thing, I was there. I was gonna take down Jordan, and then just like this hard cut to him watching like it on a surface or whatever bullshit thing. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then basically just being like, I had literally no problem. Yeah, like, scoring like, on him. I don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I was just messing with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. It's really good. Though though I I, I just. I, these last couple episodes just haven't been as much fun, I guess, you know, cause I mean, obviously they're covering the murder of his father. So that's not going to be as fun as having a, you know, a montage of him dunking to Prince Prince's party man. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I yeah. can see. Yeah. That yeah. probably makes sense. Seriously. Yeah. ESPN, uh, Michael Jordan, I, you know, don't, it, it doesn't have to just be MJ. You can do a dunk, a nineties dunk compilation video to the entire Batman 89 soundtrack. And Take my money, please. <laughs> Just yeah. throw that out there right now. Mm-hmm. Name your price. <laughs> Espen. <laughs> yep. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how they wrap it up next week. But it feels weird knowing it's already over or, you know, basically going to be over next week. But I'm glad we didn't have to wait till June to watch it. Like they were smart enough to push it early when. You know, but but I mean, ESPN kind of has no choice because I swear to God, like the other night it was like the 2001 AL Championship um, semifinal wildcard game. You know, it's like nobody cares. Nobody cares about this game at all. They're showing Korean baseball. 
that's that's the live thing they've been able to find is really? like, let's let's watch some Korean baseball and you're like is is that wow. the one with like the fake people in the stands like they have cut out people in the stands Maybe. and shit I don't know <laughs> it's Why? the one I with mean, the good bat flips that's what I hear the Korean oh. baseball has the best bat flips so. okay I heard Here's like your... their all star game has like a bunting competition in the all star like in the all star thing like what yeah. <laughs> Who can who can lay down the best bunt? Yeah, bunting's hard, dude. Like bunting is, is a it's very severely hard. underappreciated skill, but it's just like you know. But how do you? But judge we're it? America. We only care about power. You know. Here you go, ESPN. I will fix it for you. You don't even have to change your name. You just become the esports whatever are in oh. <laughs> ESPN. I mean, just like you could do that. People they've can done do esports, them, but they did that, and man, they everyone suck. lost their shit. Yeah. Just saying, like you could do that remotely. Like esports is are probably still happening. Probably not the big like gatherings, but I'm sure there's still some sort of tournament thing type things happening. You could there was a cover big, a land party. I'm there was a you, big tournament like. Two weeks ago, there was some. Yeah. It was e- either Fortnite or something like that. So they're going on, but well, sure. I mean, if they were nobody, smart, they would hire the right teams. But instead, they keep trying to push ESPN people to cover it, and they're like, I don't know. But like, if you sent like a group of people from Giant Bomb, and basically said, "We're going to pay you an ESPN salary to fucking cover this," you know, like someone like Brad Shoemaker would fucking kill it. Like it would just be, it would be amazing coverage because he'd know what the fuck he's talking about and he'd have the enthusiasm for it. But, you know, ESPN is just like, nope, we're sending Joe Tessitore to cover the StarCraft II finals, you know? And he's like, yeah, he's, there's a Zerg, I don't know. I, back to you, Jim. I don't know. These kids seem to know what they're doing. I don't. I mean, seriously, you could like do, you could craft a whole like wrestling style reality show leading up to a tournament and it's super easy to do. Just like stream practice sessions, you know, watch them playing leading up and getting a backstory about them. And it's so fucking, it's easy content. Like kids are watching that shit. I guarantee you an ESPN intern pitched it. Oh, and they're like, get the fuck out of here, (laughs) Jimmy. Well, weren't they, (laughs) didn't, um, wasn't it like Overwatch League or something like that? That was, that was televised. Yeah, that was on ESPN too. And that's when everyone collectively lost their goddamn minds. They're like, this isn't sports. Like they're like ESPN radio guys were just raging. They were just like, "This is bullshit. Not real. Not real sports." Which I mean, true, but <laughs> still, it's something to fill up your dumb airwaves. Yep. <laughs> you can't just run NFL games twenty four hours a day. Yeah, or reruns of NFL games. Yeah. I had to look it up. Empire and Sports Programming Network. I never knew what it actually stood for. Well, I thought it was the Entertainment Sports Network. Yeah. Maybe you're looking at a different ESPN. Uh, I know. I mean, this is... Well, that's your dictionary. Do we trust them? I don't know. Not your dictionary. Hmm. Give me fucking Wik- Wikipedia. We know yeah, we can trust Wikipedia. Yeah, why don't you try Jimmy Wales? Let's I mean, see what he has on. to say. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Entertainment and Sports Programming Network, according to the wiki. Originally, but now it's like it's like DVD. It is since like doesn't actually. Oh, so anything. it stands for digital video disc. No. Digital video disc. Digital versatile disc. Mm-hmm. Video disc. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> HD DVD is gonna rule. <laughs> okay, Chuck. Or <laughs> <laughs> you know we're already onto a, a another higher format at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I okay, okay. <laughs> like that format. I'm just thinking back to simpler times when people really gave a shit about which. <laughs> HD disc was gonna win. I'm just saying, we're 
we've a whole other generation has passed us. You know, we're about to maybe have 8K discs, perhaps. Who knows? Oh, now now the fight is just discs. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anywho, is that about it? I don't think we've we've covered everything that we've watched, right? I think that covers and, and, all, and, of and it. then some. Yeah, it's a good yeah. variety hour. Yeah. Yeah, good, good it was variety. A variety good, of good, yeah, there was there was good variety and good hour. Variety hour and yeah. seventeen have, minutes. Have we decided next week's uh, homework assignment? I got one. What is it? Let's hear it. Um, there's a it's another Netflix movie called John Henry. Oh, that ca- the preview came up for that right after I watched Spencer. Yeah, who is in figured, John Henry? Uh, is Terry, Terry Crews. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, it looks like sure. Let let's watch that. <laughs> It looks like uh, isn't ludicrous in it as well. Yes, he looked no, like he had an, he looked like he had an iron chin in the uh, in the. I, I the believe he has image. some sort of metal enhancements. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking so, about. Metal yeah. enhancements. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I think that'll that'll be fine for next week. All right. Okay. God, did we do contact information in this yes. thing or not? I don't remember. If yeah. Bmfcast.com. Nine one zero five jocks BMF. There's your contact information. Join mm-hmm. the Patreon. Click the buttons. Do the things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give us money. Buy a T-shirt. All those yeah. things. Yeah, we actually Word. do things on our Patreon. Maybe more actually now that we're cooped up inside. There, there's there's bonus bonus content on there. Yes. Bone tent, as mm-hmm. we like to call it. Oh. Oh, we're doing that. I think that's something different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got a bone well, tent going. Let me let me let me pan this camera. Down. Yeah, like, I'm not standing up for a while due to all that bone tent. Is that where you, is that where your grandmother is who died in the tent and has just been laying there for a while? It's a bone tent. <laughs> yeah, it's dark. We bump grandma. I mean, geez, <laughs> how hard is that? Well, I'll show you how hard it is. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, right. let's, end let's this get place. out of here, shall we? Too let's. much variety. <laughs> I'm <Less> Harpco. <laughs> no, I'm Harlow. <laughs> I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast Out. Stay safe, motherfuckers. Okay, last one to kill a bad guy buys the beer.